how to apologize and why it is so important. Episode 77. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Hello, my Awaken You listeners, and welcome to a brand new month of so much opportunity and with it being a new month. I want to start something new and fun. I want to take this new month as an opportunity for you to spend a few moments right now. If you're driving, please not right now. Maybe you can voice memo it to write down one thing that you will work on this month when it comes to improving either your relationship with yourself or your relationship with your spouse. Which will you choose and what will you work on specifically? I want you to set your intention today, not just in your mind, write it down somewhere where you will see it often and remind you of what it is you want to work on this month. And then we are going to use this weekly time together right here as your reminder to check in on your progress. And I'm going to help you do that. I have made myself a note to do this moving forward. And this is part of the process of what I do to work on my goals. I check in And I check in daily, but formally every 15 days. Now, if you have not downloaded my free Abundant Love mini course, then that would be a really good place to start. It could be your project this month to do that course. And then by the end of the month, start feeling better about your marriage. This course will help you start noticing the lens through which you are seeing your marriage and help you do a prescription tweak so that you are seeing more clearly. And yes, I'm thinking lenses because right now, as I'm recording this, my eyes are dilated. I just got back from the eye doctor because my lovely Aurora, my one-year-old boxer, She decided to eat my glasses that were transition glasses, my only pair of sunglasses right now. So so that's why I have prescriptions on my mind. And if you've already worked through that course, take the next step of picking one of these episodes, maybe today's episode, and making that your focus of the month or even better go watch one of my Marriage Masterclass replays. They're on my YouTube channel. They're on my Facebook business page. Then implement the action steps that I gave you this month. You can pick last month's class, which was on boundaries, 
And that reminds me, do not forget to register for this month's Marriage Masterclass where we are going to talk all about self-esteem and why it's so important for you and in your life and in your marriage. Whatever you choose to do, I've got you. Send me a message. Let me know what you're working on and let's hold each other accountable. This week, I want to talk all about the mechanics of how to apologize and why it's so important because I am seeing how difficult this is for so many of my clients and how difficult it was and sometimes still is for me. Can I get an amen from those of you out there who grew up in a household where mm, apologies weren't a part of the program or if they were, it was some sort of action forced upon you more as like a penalty for being bad. And I put quotes around bad. We are not bad. We might take actions or have behaviors that aren't that awesome, but it does not make us bad people. So right off the bat, we're instructed from a place of guilt and shame that we're bad people. Never taught that, yes, we all make mistakes and that making an apology for our poor behavior comes from a place of self-compassion and genuine remorse for how we behaved without it meaning that we are characteristically bad people. Self-compassion for ourselves, right? That, you know, hey, we didn't show up the best. And self-compassion for the other person and how what they might be going through. Let's look at a few things here today. Why apologizing can be so difficult. Why a good apology is so important. And while also looking at what constitutes a poorly constructed apology or an effectively constructed apology. And then lastly, I want to take a look at how you can work through a situation where the other person won't apologize. Because if it hasn't happened to you, if you have been in relationship with wonderful human beings who are very good at admitting they're wrong, then congratulations. But somewhere along the line, if you haven't yet, it's going to happen. Why apologizing can be so difficult. Each unique one of us has this little or big suitcase of stories that might lead us to having a difficult time apologizing to our spouses. And it's certainly a thing to work through for sure. If this is the case, we can start to recognize our pattern as a developed pattern from things that happened in our childhood circumstances. We can start to, like when we start to see that this is something we developed, it's an auto response, we can start to loosen up our grip on these behaviors and see that they're no longer necessary. But in our marriages, we are doing the work of building each other up together 
as a team. We're on the same side of the table. It is not about each of us playing on separate teams. Together, we learn how to lift each other up so that when you come out of a conflict or some sort of disharmony, you can recognize where your unwillingness to give in might come from, like how that might be something, a pattern that you have developed, and admit maybe out loud, how you may have hurt the other person without, again, it making anything about who you are. It's not making you a worse person. Actually, the behavior of being able to say, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that, actually creates deeper connection within the two of you. And it's possible that this past experience may have you afraid of admitting your part in the detachment. It may have you afraid of admitting that you were wrong or that you acted in a way that inflamed a reaction from your spouse. Apologizing might make you feel like you're unreliable, a bad spouse, a bad person, like you're unworthy, damaged, and and unlovable. I want to have you think about how that is connected, possibly, to an old story from the past. Because if you've been around here for a while, we all know that we make mistakes, that we are fully worthy no matter what mistakes we have made. We are never damaged, and we are always fully lovable. We are not bad people. Sometimes we do things that aren't so great. Maybe we'd call them bad, but it doesn't make us a bad person. The root of this difficult and uncomfortable experience is often linked to a lack of personal self-confidence and self-esteem. When you have a solid relationship with yourself, you are better able to admit your mistakes. Better able to know that your mistakes don't make you a bad person and that your apology does not make you less than. On the contrary, it has you having empathy for your partner and where they're coming from and what they are experiencing. It doesn't have you defending yourself and coming back to them with all of the reasons they hurt you, but instead allows you to hear their story. Apologize from a place of love and compassion so that you can follow through with the repair process. Yes, you may have things to say about how you're feeling, but if you can pause, hold it back for a while, Give your partner some space. Let the situation mend. It will have your spouse in a better place to receive your words. So it might mean that you just let it be. And often then what happens, you come back, you repair, you come back to harmony, 
and it doesn't matter anymore. You don't need to justify anymore. So why is an apology so important? That is where the growth happens in a relationship. It comes from repairing a patch in the road that's been damaged. And when two adults come together, conflict, disagreement, and disharmony should be expected. It always makes me nervous when I talk to a couple or an individual in a marriage that says they never fight. Know that conflict and disagreement and disharmony are not problems unless you're unable to work through them and come to a resolution, okay? So they do become problems if they keep being getting swept under the carpet or if there's constant inflammation and arguments around them and, and never getting to the repair cycle so that you can come back to harmony. It's like anything else that you do that is worthwhile. Think about it. Think about any project that you work on that you love working on. Maybe you like working on things that never present a challenge. And so think about your marriage being super easy peasy, no challenges. I know for me, I love challenges because they keep me from getting bored, right? And this is the case in our relationship. If we are not pushing each other, if we're not presenting our thoughts, our dreams, our desires, and moving forward, we get a little stale in our relationships. Projects without challenges can get kind of boring. There's no learning, no growth. There's no, well, you know, there's no challenge. If you want your marriage to have more fiery intimacy, some good, spicy, fun, and electric connection, you have to dig into your conflict. You have to present the things that bother you. And I kind of got off topic there, but going from a place of harmony to disharmony, sharing what is bothering you, and then working together to repair the break is where all the juiciness is. And by the way, this is the work we do inside of my Awaken You coaching program. Learning how to be an expert at the repair cycle. Learning how to say out loud what's bothering you, what you don't like, what you love, and what you want more of. Let's look at what a bad apology looks like first. A bad apology doesn't have you claiming your personal responsibility for the disruption while basically pointing the finger at the other person. You are dismissing the other person, invalidating how they're feeling and the impact your actions had on them. So some examples of poor apologies. I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry you took it that way. I'm sorry, but... Dot, dot, dot. If you hadn't done whatever, though there's that but in there. If I offended you, I'm sorry. I do want to say to begin with, these apologies are better than nothing, okay? 
because you're attempting to figure out how to apologize in a way that feels good. Your partner will tell you if it feels good or not. You'll know if you're owning your part of the problem. These apologies that I just shared have you placing the problem on the other person instead of acknowledging that role that you played and how they're feeling. There are for sure times when your spouse is going to take something you said the completely wrong way. And yes, while you can explain away what you actually meant, simply acknowledging that you can understand how they would feel the way they do if they are interpreting your words that way, will take you so much further in calming those waters of disrepair. So let's look at what a good apology looks like. A good apology has you taking responsibility for what you said, what you did, and how it made the other person feel without having to explain yourself. It has you legitimately feeling regret around how the other person is taking your actions. Think about what it might be like to help your spouse trust you in that you want to work on improving this type of behavior. Don't make unrealistic promises to never act this way again, but instead ask for help with overcoming this behavior. Involve them. I love an honest request for forgiveness. I truly do. And it makes me feel seen. It makes me feel heard. It makes me feel loved. While it also brings the two of us, my husband and I, to this same level, we're on the same playing ground, looking for a magical, calm connection. I wanna share a few great examples of apologies Notice how these put the focus and responsibility on the person giving the apology, which then helps co-regulate the offended party. Again, bringing both of you to that same playing field and connection. So here we go. I'm so sorry. I legitimately do feel bad about how my actions hurt you. Or, you know what? What I did was wrong. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me as I work on getting better at catching and changing this behavior. I don't like it either myself. It just like comes out and I would love for you to help me regulate it. Try this. Is there a way for me to make this right? What might it look like for you when helping me convey my commitment to working on change in this area. Or try this one on. I really want to get better. And I so appreciate your willingness to lovingly call me out when this behavior comes up again. Will you please forgive me? I am all in our relationship and I need your grace as I work on being better. Those, if you compare the the two groups, these feel so good, so open-hearted, so like I just want to give you a hug after that, right? So let's talk about what to do when your spouse won't apologize. I'm going to tell you to just let it go. And I know 
that feels like a hard pill to swallow. And I completely understand. I feel you. But sometimes our partners have work to do that they are maybe unwilling to do or don't recognize that they need to do it. Maybe they're a little stubborn around it. That stubbornness might be coming from a little bit of insecurity. They aren't here listening to the podcast or investing time in the way that you are. So normalizing their behavior without accepting it as okay. By understanding what their own personal struggle might be will go so far for your relationship. You may even consider stating something like, hey, an apology will go a long way in making you feel better. And, you know, say, sharing that we all make mistakes and that it won't make you think less of them but will do wonders in making you feel included in the relationship. Sharing that the apology isn't so that you can beat them up and tell them how they're wrong, but so that you can feel better about their desire to connect and work on your marriage as a team. So that's what it is. It's just sharing, you know, like this apology isn't about you being right, me being right, you being wrong, me being wrong, one being better than the other. It's about sharing how much the relationship means to you. Now, lastly, what I do want to leave you with is this. Healing and forgiving are two completely different things. You can 100% offer your gift of forgiveness to somebody without letting go of their responsibility to treat you differently and with holding them to their commitment to change. It is now up to you to call out behavior that triggers you as well as recognizing that the behavior is a trigger that you can do the work of learning how to let go of learning how to recognize that trigger and respond differently. If you go listen to episode 75, which is about creating healthy boundaries, and episode 65, which is about how trauma might be affecting your marriage, there's some good information in there about this whole process. And it will help you recognize your need to heal and that The work of healing is some of the best work that you will ever do. It will change your relationships so much. Now, maybe this could be your goal for the month. The work of looking at when you might want to offer an apology and working through the process of why it might be hard and learning how to do it. Even if you stumble and fall, it doesn't matter. You're learning. And always remember that I am here to help you work through this process. And if you get stuck, don't stay stuck. Don't give up. You can book yourself a mini coaching session and let's get you moving forward. I love you all. Have an amazing week. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You. 
my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life, we study it, and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you. 